He's gone off the booze and now he's on all the drugs. Uh, Paddy Gowler, nice to have you in the studio. Yeah, good to be here. And I'm not on anything right now. <laughs> no, anyway, no, not on anything at all. Can I just say these Paddy Gower on documentaries that you do, has it just been a very complex way for you to <laughs> tackle all the vices that you've wanted to tackle throughout life? Yeah, sort of a convoluted way of, of doing all the drugs. Yeah, because yeah, I, I did actually get to do weed, of course, in the first one. We went to the That's States. Right. And, yeah. and You got was, a taste for it. Yeah, I got a taste for it. Loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. Well, I guess, and then when I did the one on alcohol, I actually ended up giving up drinking. And I Are you still, you still haven't touched Yeah, no, I haven't touched the drop, and I'm coming up on December the 18th, so this month will be one year. So it's been pretty amazing. Congrats! Yeah, yeah it's so awesome. so it's not all. It hasn't been all. Of, some of it's been about using the stuff, and some of it's been about giving up the stuff. I guess. Do you I, find if you go catch up with someone like you know, in a social setting in a Christmas function, there's more eyes on you now? Going, is he? Is it? Oh, what's he? What's yeah, he? and and it's interesting because I had a zero percent beer in the pub the other day. And I could see people were probably like, is he back on it? Yeah, you've gone yeah. public. The thing is, you've gone yeah. public with it. So yeah. if you do get back on, it's going to be closed door drinking. <laughs> yeah, that's shame, right. I can shame never, drinking. That's yeah, why it's really good. Yeah, that's right. We <laughs> thought that's why you're in the UK for so long. Yeah. You know, just recently, you're like, oh, Paddy's gone over there to go to the pubs. Yeah, get, get, yeah to get, get away from to go to the pubs. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is, you know, you do notice a few eyes on you and whatnot. And I think, um, but, you know, you also, you know, I feel fantastic. I honestly feel fantastic being oh, there. It's been a really, really good thing for me to do. Uh, so this one, uh, this new documentary that's out, uh, Paddy Gower on all the drugs. So obviously you've looked at pee before and, and weed as well. So is this everything else or is this yeah. all, everything in general? Yeah, it covers MDMA um, mainly. We start started a student flat where a whole lot of um, students take quite a lot of MDMA around me and that leads to quite a lot of hugging. Yeah, yeah, right. So a lot of face rubbing, I yeah, imagine, yeah, of your yeah, face. Yeah, sort yeah, sort of this gigantic group hug where these guys are pretty loved up and give me a massive hug. So we look at MDMA and, and mushrooms mainly. And in general, our laws, you know, like our laws are pretty screwed up right now. MDMA is a class B drug. It's, it's, it's highly illegal. But we've got a law that allows you to test an illegal drug to make sure that you actually get the illegal drug. And that is pretty screwed up in, in, yeah. in my mind. I mean, people want to be safe. They want to know that they're taking MDMA and not bath salts or cat poison or, or whatever. To me, that sort of throws up a, a massive irony of like, well, what's going on if we've got this law that makes it legal to test them, but they're illegal? Have we got our laws right? Yeah. And that's where the documentary goes. I mean, we know in this country that MDMA use is really, really widespread now. Festival season is coming. It's going to be huge. I'm on it now. <laughs> so it gets me that, up in the morning. Well, we did start with a hug <laughs> in here. Did, I, I, I thought that was just the way we, what we all did, but I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's the the thinking behind the testing at the festivals. is it's, And the testing here. And the, the testing here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We take a test every morning. But it's kind of hands up, sort of like they're going to do it anyway, so let's try and make them do it safely. Yes, yes, and that's you know, and that's one of the questions the documentary throws up is should we sort of be hands up as a society and say, hey, this war on drugs, saying drugs are bad, doesn't actually work. We know that we've tried it for 30, 40, nearly 50 years, it hasn't worked. So should we be doing it another way? Because if we look at mushrooms, and, and people will see in my documentary, some people have amazing effects for their mental health by using mushrooms. But we've kept that illegal. We haven't done any studies on it. We don't know much about it. We kind of just think it's for hippies. But here we are in a society that's awash with mental health problems and people looking for solutions. And there's potentially one right in front of us, you know, mushies. 
Um, and you know we we but we've got those boxed away as a class A drug. And also uh, MDMA, I understand as well. You were saying it's got benefits for maybe people, unfortunately, like your mum who uh, was suffered from yeah, cancer. Yeah, you know? yeah. And people will see in the documentary tonight. You know, my mum died of cancer, and you know that was what really threw me onto medical cannabis as something that could have helped. Very painful way to die, cancer, terrible. MDMA up at the University of Auckland, they are starting a study on giving people who are terminally ill MDMA as they start to get close to the end of their life people who've used it know that it gives huge feelings of love makes you very talkative makes you open up to what's in your mind and the study is looking at whether that can help people who are terminally ill you know they're dealing with all this dark sort of stuff and they need to communicate to people and understand what they're going through and maybe a little bit of mdma can help them and you know if you think about it in the in the context being of well actually it's now under euthanasia it's now legal to actually ask for your life to be ended yeah right surely you should be allowed to have a drug like mdma if you want to do that as well like what's the difference it's a it's a tough one isn't it because then you're you're dead right there are benefits for people who are sick who are ill but i guess on the other side of the coin and if we're parents yeah yeah and you've got kids growing up the teenage years do you like it makes me nervous it does it does it's one of the hard things for me too Jono. it's like Okay, it is easy, and I think that's why the war on drugs has been easy, because you just say to your kids, do not do drugs, do not do them, you'll go to jail, you'll die, just they are wrong. But it's a lot more complicated than that, eh? It like, is. You know, and, that, and, that's, and, that's not the, and that's not the reality out there. How would you suggest parents tackle the conversation? That is the hardest question of this whole thing because, you know, it is easy under that sort of war on drugs mentality to just go, drugs are bad, drugs are wrong, don't do them, you'll go to jail or you'll die. And I think the first thing really is get your drugs tested. It's it's legal to do that in this country now. There's ways to do it. You can actually get your own testing kits. People will see that um, and make sure you're safe and not taking some sort of, you know, what could literally be some kind of poison. And I guess a, a, a natural reaction for any parent would be probably anger. If you found out your kid was taking drugs, you might come down on them when maybe it's more of an educational conversation that needs to happen. Yeah, and this is going to take a huge shift for New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like what we're talking about here is pretty complicated. That's what and we do on the show. Yeah. The big issue, <laughs> oh, no, the no. big issue is pretty. That's why I came here. And I knew we'd be having a discussion like this. We'll sort it out, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get to Syria and all sorts soon. But... Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> we'll sort it out. But good on you for doing these yeah. things because they do, they, they, they start national conversations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I take a few risks. I do a bit of horse riding tonight. People will see me out riding a horse out. out out in West Auckland because I saw that I was like what drugs is he on yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's out well, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a school of thought that you know horse riding is more dangerous than taking MDMA you right. know you're more likely to come to some sort of serious grief riding a horse than you are by from taking MDMA so that got me out on a out, out on a horse I, I, I did see you straddling a horse I was like how is this, how's how's this no, no. no I'll let you another secret it was a stuntman <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the stuntman does the actual ride and then I sort of rode it really slowly <laughs> for You're about like, five metres I'll rather take some MDMA yeah, things yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Patty uh, bloody good to see you mate you're one of the good buggers glad to see everything's going well you're fit and healthy oh man I'm fantastic and giving up drinking i honestly the last time i was in here or whenever i never really thought that i would be sober going into this will be my second christmas sober you know it's just been such a such a massive change and for anyone out there who's listening thinking about doing it i've got no problem with people drinking or anything like that all my mates do and everything but if you want to give it a go just give it a crack you know it's 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 been you know one of the best things i've ever done and i've done a lot 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. good on you, Patty Gower. Thank you for coming in. Awesome. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.